Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Today we will be reading chapters 9 and 10. So how are you? (laughs) I'm vibing. I'm good. I'm excited about uh, reading Twilight again in the year of our Lord 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I have a full bottle of water. Oh my god, yay. Yeah, both of us woke up this morning after doing the last episode, which ended up being almost two hours long, and both of us woke up this morning with sore throats. (laughs) Um... (laughs) from talking too much um you know obviously once both of us you know chugged some water we were fine but hydration is a serious problem yeah it was a brief question i was like um are you gonna be okay to record today or should we put that on pause yeah i mean i'm good now but you know i could have died <laughs> could have it was really severe yeah i was really afraid you know, there's COVID out there in the world, but you could have died from this sore throat. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, we're back discussing Twilight, uh, chapters eight and nope, nope. that's not correct, <laughs> nine and ten. <laughs> uh, it's all blending together. I know, it's already happening. So this one's um, called Theory. Yep. These titles are so bad. I know. <laughs> They're so bad. Okay, oh. so we were excited to get this to this one, though, because the last chapter left on a, a cliffhanger where, you know, Bella's about to ask the real questions. <laughs> so I'm so glad it's happening now. Um, but the first thing, so she asks him how he knew she had gone south, and uh-huh. he's like, like, girl, you were just so fucking stinky. <laughs> <laughs> wrote in all caps in my notes stinky yes i i said he follows her stinky scent oh my god i was just waiting for your reaction on that i was like i knew it she has been stinky the whole time what i found interesting is so she asked more in depth of how the mind reading works and he admits that it's only him yeah so what do you think of that i'm so confused i don't is he like more powerful than the other ones i mean probably because this is basically a fan fiction so of course he's going to be the special one but i suppose it's like books in general whatever but i mean maybe they all have other abilities that are different maybe it's just Mm -hmm. whatever happens to be so but he doesn't like suggest that anyone else is particularly any type of way so i'm not sure it's true he doesn't really give much away about his own family which is fair because he's already kind of giving up the whole like vampire secret thing so (laughs) So, easily (laughs) yeah so easily so to talk about i guess like you know what his family is like and what i don't know if they have them what what their abilities are like um i guess maybe he would feel like you know that's pushing it too much like at least if i'm gonna be breaking the rules i'll focus it on myself yeah that's true if they have other abilities i'm gonna guess that like the muscly dude is like particularly strong, strong. Like, with the, whatever the weapon thing they're talking about. What I don't know exactly. I don't. I don't know. It's later. But like, I'm just gonna put it out there that I think whoever the muscle dude is is that's his special talent. 
Emmett. Yeah. Buff Another boy. Another great old-fashioned name. So he says that he tunes most of the voices out so it's easier to seem normal because then he doesn't accidentally answer someone's thoughts instead of their words. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so true. Like, can you imagine hearing other people's thoughts and having to resist, like, responding to them? Right, or, like... Maybe it, like, sort of blends together so you can't necessarily tell or, like, you automatically just respond to it. Yeah, like, imagine you're not facing someone and you hear your name and their thoughts and you're like, did they just call me or are they just thinking about me? Yeah, I mean, maybe. You know, like, he's just chilling and, you know, he hears Edward and his, you know, head perks up like, what? (laughs) Just like, what the fuck, dude? Yes, it's like when you hear your name from across the room, but mm-hmm. it's him hearing the thought of his name from across the exactly. room. Exactly. That's so weird. And there, this is just, this is funny to me. <laughs> so that only now has she decided to freak out about his speeding. They, She's been in the car with him before. And then yeah. at, it's only at this point that she decides to lose her mind about it i was like he's been doing this the whole time but what i imagine here is that because he's driven her home from school before and then he drove her to the restaurant mm-hmm. but i feel like in both of those instances he was in like city streets That's whereas fair. here like he's definitely on like a highway because they're going between cities mm-hmm. so that's that makes a lot of going sense a lot faster but my note about this was just steph you're really showing your mormon colors with Holy crow. Oh my god. No one talks like that. (laughs) You're so right. I didn't even notice that. I think I Uh, I think I automatically read it as holy cow. Yeah. Not good either. (laughs) But holy I haven't even heard that before. I have. It's definitely something my mom would say. And my mom is um showed it to you, mom, sixty-four, so (laughs) 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 not a good look. Yeah. For uh, a 17-year-old character. Yeah. It's just like, I get that you don't want to say holy shit in your your novel. That's fine. Um, but, I don't know, holy crap. Or mm-hmm. what the hell. Or oh my god. There are other, there are other things to say. <laughs> yeah. I just find it funny. And this is the second time she's said it in the book already. There was another point earlier on. Really? That she thought holy crow. Yeah. I totally, I definitely just read it as holy cow and completely skipped over it. Because I definitely wouldn't have noticed if you had pointed it out that it said crow instead of cow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. I just, yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> so he's driving fast, and why am I like this? He says, I always drive like this, and he turned to smile crookedly at me. I've never been in an accident, Bella. I've never even gotten a ticket built-in radar detector and i just like this whole interaction i'm like you cocky little shit why am i, I so attracted to you right now i love this <laughs> oh my god i'm i'm definitely much more of just the former part <laughs> like just you cocky little shit um but i i do see you know it is very cheeky in a way i guess that i just like a character type and that character type is kind of an asshole <laughs> <laughs> makes sense you know what? i get it Bella reminds us that Charlie's a cop. No, we didn't Ugh. forget Bella. I know, I want to cross <laughs> Wish it out I could. in the book. It's annoying, too, because it's so relevant to the story. Like, you see I know. Multiple, it's like, it's not just, oh, and he was a cop, but it's not really that relevant. It's like, he's a cop, and you see the cruiser every two seconds, and he shows up yeah. half the time. <laughs> yep. It's like, great, we can't let this go. So Bella 
starts explaining where her theory came from because that was their whole discussion leading up to this is that she didn't want to tell him her latest theory about what he is until he answers some questions first. So she starts telling the story about how she met Jacob and then explains like from from the Quileute tribe, you know, at Lapush, and he kind of freezes in his expression there. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I've been found out. Um, and she, for the first time ever, says vampires out loud to him. Yes! And, yeah, and he goes, oh, and you immediately thought of me? And she's like, no, he just, he specifically mentioned your family, like, so. he, he was not holding anything back. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting that, you know, she's admitting all this, and she feels the need to protect Jacob. Like, she's like, oh, I don't want to get him in trouble. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want him to get, like, hunted down or something. Or, like, <laughs> you know, she doesn't know what the situation is. Like, what if it's bad that he said something, and now the vampires are going to go after him? She doesn't right. know. <laughs> and she's Just... suddenly like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Um, um, Jacob doesn't believe it, though. He doesn't really think you're vampires, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, so that's that's very sweet of her. Showing that, you know, she cares about people, <laughs> I guess. Uh, another great line from Bella, after she hears the story, she says, I did some research on the internet. Ah, uh, it's so funny. <laughs> With the capital I. The uh, capital I. <laughs> 2005, I love it. <laughs> and then she decides that it doesn't matter. And this makes him so mad. Well, he spent, like, his whole appearance in this book is saving her life and making sure that she doesn't die or get hurt in any way and then she's like yeah no it doesn't matter that you're a a vampire that probably drinks blood and would be able to kill me it's fine he's like you fucking idiot (laughs) yep and you know she is an idiot (laughs) i'm just gonna say that (laughs) but also you know whatever i i guess it's definitely like like you not you are not what the this monster is i do get what she's trying to get at and yeah clearly i mean everything that she's seen from him has been relatively positive other than you know just being a mean teenager like everything he's actually done he hasn't done anything that would make her think he's dangerous or a That's monster true. in any way mm, he hasn't done anything to her like at all so it's fair it's just the way she says no it doesn't matter nothing <laughs> I mean, it matters a little, Bella. You should be a little bit worried about some things that you need, like, the questions answered first. Because, like, uh, so here's, you know, for example, she asks, (laughs) how long have you been 17? And he just goes, a while. This is so good. I love this. Because she asks how old he is, and he's like, yep, 17. And she's like, "Mm -hmm, okay. (laughs) It's actually one of those iconic lines, you know, like the, uh, do I dazzle you frequently? Mm-hmm. The, how long have you been 17? A while. Very yeah. quoted. Iconic. I see that. It's a good line, though. This one I like. And he can't sleep, which mm-hmm. sucks. That's an L for him. <laughs> yeah. God. And, like, <laughs> because he's also, like, obsessed with Bella, imagine... Like, all those middle of the nights, just, like, thinking. <laughs> just sitting there, thinking about Bella. I mean, I guess because yeah. his siblings and quote-unquote parents, parents are also awake. He's got, 
people to vibe with, but also, that sucks. Also, oh my god, if he gets drunk, he has to come down from that while still awake. <laughs> he doesn't get to go to bed. Wait, okay, can vampires get drunk? Mmm, the important questions now. I don't care about the sleep anymore. I want to know. <laughs> Considering that this is, once again, written by a Mormon, I feel like we'd have to turn to fan fiction for that answer. That's true. I bet. I bet they can for the purpose of fan fiction and, like, <laughs> college party moments, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can't write fan fiction without having people getting drunk. It's not... That's it's just true. A, it's, it's just the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's actually physically impossible. If anyone is posted on the internet, it actually gets deleted immediately. And the person gets taken out. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And their mind gets wiped men in black style. Exactly. (laughs) Those little alien things that look like worms. Anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? The roaches? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So here's what I was getting at is the fact that, like, she's saying, oh, it doesn't matter. But then he's like, Bella, you didn't even ask me the most important question yet. What about my diet? And she's like, oh, that. <laughs> it's like, you fucking idiot. Don't you want to know if I drink blood? <laughs> yep. Well, he admits that he does not hunt people, but that they still need to keep their distance from people because they can sometimes make mistakes, mm. which is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That would scare me. Why is Bella not yeah. freaking out? Yeah, I mean, you really get a picture of why he keeps saying, like, you shouldn't be friends with me, this is dangerous, I'm dangerous. Like, yeah, he hasn't hurt her, but at any moment, there's the potential for that. Because yeah. he still craves blood. Like, he's still a vampire. Mm-hmm. No, matter, no matter what way you put it, he, he craves blood because he's a vampire. Yep. And she's a human. Yeah. So, I when I, when he said that he only eats or drinks the blood of animals i was like ah ha ha in my notes i put ah ha ha he's like vampire vegetarian and then two paragraphs later he says that they call themselves vegetarians and i got really <laughs> excited <laughs> i was just like yeah you are yeah good for you <laughs> yeah and she asks if it's difficult to resist and he says yes <laughs> like it's she says is it difficult for you right now and he's like Yep, sure <laughs> Does is. Does not hide it at all. <laughs> uh, so then we get the eye color thing again, where she I was right, says, You're she not was hungry. right, we were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, I was right from having completely guessed it and not read the book before. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, her her theory of, you know, he's crabbier when he's hungry and his eyes are darker but now they're gold, so that must mean he's fed recently. Yep. Which, (laughs) you know, we pretty much know already because we know that he went hunting at this Goat Rocks place, and Mm -hmm. now we really know what he means by going hunting. (laughs) Yep. So then we get this reason, like, she asks why he doesn't want to leave, and he talks about how he is anxious to be away from her. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. oh, great, we've got a good, good, unhealthy codependency developing (laughs) With these mm-hmm. two right now. Yep. Ugh. Because she says the same thing. Yep. That it makes her anxious to be away from him. So they're just mutually obsessed, which, you know, I guess they're perfect for each other because <laughs> they're the same. Yeah, like, it's kind of weird because it's like, I don't want them, like, it's definitely unhealthy, but also if they're both doing it and they're both fine with it, 
I guess it's you know, okay. It's more okay. Maybe, like, yeah, I guess it's, I, don't, I know. don't know that it's okay. Like, I feel like they need to go to therapy mm, and mm-hmm. learn how some, you know, some proper, like, you know, couples therapy. For sure. Uh, because you shouldn't be this way your whole life. That's not going to work out for you. There's, there's going to be issues that arise because of this specific codependency. But as far as for them being with each other and they're both like that, then I guess for right now, like, it's fine because neither one of them is annoyed by that fact. So, yeah. The other thing I pointed out is she says, you might have called me. And I've mentioned (laughs) this before, but, like, they've never exchanged phone numbers at any point. Yeah. How is he supposed to call her? (laughs) And he's confused because he's like, what do you mean? I knew you were safe. And she's like, um... But I didn't, because I haven't spoken to you in, in days. So I think we've called Bella rather self-centered before, where she's pretty wrapped up in her own issues and thinking about Edward all the time. But he is, too. Mm-hmm. Because he's just like, no, I know she's safe, so it's fine. You're like, what about her? Like, yeah. she doesn't know where you are. She has <laughs> feelings. Think? She has feelings. There's also a wonderful hint at... Not being able to go out in the sunlight, at least not where anyone can see. And she goes, why? And he goes, I'll show you sometime. And this is where I put in my notes in all caps with like a bunch of extra letters. Sparkles! (laughs) Yes! Sparkly vampire! Oh my goodness. I am not ready for that. I'm glad that you know that spoiler already. (laughs) I'm not excited for that paragraph like description. I'm, I know it's coming, and I'm not happy about it. And then he's kind of... Yeah. It's kind of, it kind of gets awkward. It does. Because he makes her cry somewhat. <laughs> Which, okay, if I were in a similar-ish situation, I would also be crying. Like, I totally get it. Like, I think this whole thing is, like, unhealthy, obviously. But, like, if you're, like... Well, we're vibing now. And he's like, never say that. <laughs> I'd just be like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I I totally understand her there, even though, like, it's obviously deeper than that. I get it, too. Yeah, because she's just trying to be honest. And then he's like, no, not that way. Don't say that. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. And it's, it's totally, he's, like, he's not playing with her but he's playing with her at the same time because he's saying you should not be near me but he's actively seeking her out you're right like all of these warnings it's like it's not gonna work when you just by being around her and flirting with her and you know taking her out to dinner and dazzling her for all the you know corniness that it sounds you're actively enticing her Right. So, like, you can't get mad that exactly. she's falling for it and falling for you. And the fact that he keeps bringing up how wrong it is to her, that's not an issue that you should have and discuss with her. This is something he would need to figure out on his own because it has nothing to do with her. Like, it absolutely yeah. has everything to do with him and his situation, so he shouldn't be putting her in that spot and giving her all these mixed signals because that's not what she deserves. Like, that's not her problem at all. She's not doing anything wrong. I mean, besides, you know, being a little bit too obsessed with him. <laughs> but, like, the whole should we be talking at all or not is on his side, and he should be worrying about yeah. himself and not putting it on her in any way and making her cry. Yeah, because he's already said, like, because he says even here, like, you know, I would be the one who is, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd be the one who t- 
to leave for the benefit of you. You know, I'd be willing to hurt myself for you. Like, you know, you should... And it's like, then do it. Like, if you really believe that you're a dangerous person, then stay away. Mm -hmm. He needs to pick one. He needs to either actually do that... Or commit. He needs to pick a side. Exactly. Because now he's just like, okay, fine, I'm giving in. Like, I'm just going to be friends with you because I can't stay away anymore. But then whenever she tries to, you know, act like she cares about him, he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Ugh, men. So, like, what do you want? <laughs> this is such a man thing. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there's a part that I liked. And uh, it's when they arrive back. I don't know if what you wanted to say was before Okay. That. Yeah, hold on. We need to we need to pause for a second for my math okay. time because listen, this is the math corner with Cameron. Um, okay. I am a English and music double major. I am terrible at math, but I'm mad because listen, she says when they get back to Forks, it had taken less than twenty minutes. What it was supposed to take an hour to get back. Oh my god! Yeah, you said that it was an hour drive. It says in the thing that's an hour drive. Yeah. So. It had taken less than 20 minutes. So, like, if they were going at, like, 60 miles for an hour, right? Like, say that the normal speed would have been around 60, so, and it sure. takes an hour. So, like, say it's, like, 60 miles, right? Yeah. The, okay, this is my bad math, but I know it's somewhat right, so don't come at me. Okay. <laughs> I think that 60 miles at 100, which is what she said he was doing, is, like, 36 minutes or around there. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, I guess you assume that it's 60 miles. I'm, yeah, if you're assuming that it's 60 miles, let's just make that the, the sure. belief. So even yeah. if he was going 100 consistently, that should have still taken over half an hour. Mm-hmm. You're right. But he did it in less than 20. So, like, <laughs> he was going well over, like, 120 miles an hour consistently if he did it in less than 20 minutes. I don't know how to do that exact calculation because I don't know how math works, but I know enough that, like, that is ridiculous, <laughs> and I just do not believe that at all. Yeah, so the <laughs> other thing is that it says that after she gets mad at him that he slows down. Yeah! So he's actually going below 100 miles an hour. They're going, like, at, I think 80. I think 80. So this is bullshit, and Stephanie Myers is wrong, and I'll fight her. <laughs> the math doesn't add up. It just doesn't. I know no it doesn't. It's just doing sixty miles in less than twenty minutes is nothing. <laughs> like that's such bullshit. Oh my god. Because if you do sixty miles, let's just say in twenty minutes, a uh, hundred and eighty miles an hour. I don't know why I had. To yeah, obviously it's 180, 60 times, sorry. I was mad <laughs> about my own mental math skills because as soon as I saw that answer, I was like, I could have done that in my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in order for it to take just 20 minutes on its own, it would be 180 miles an hour. Damn, that's such simple math. I definitely should have been able to do that. But yes, yeah. right? Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah, because basically he goes three times faster because it took 20 minutes a third of the time, so he went three times faster. Yep. But Steph wrote that he was going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> so this is makes zero sense. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad that you brought this up. <laughs> I was so shocked by that little, like, offhanded comment that I had to, like, go pull out a calculator for the first time in three years or something like that <laughs> to try to make sense of it because it makes no sense. 
You're right, though. Like, if I'm writing something and I'm talking about speed and distance, I am massively Googling to make sure that what, like, my numbers say makes sense. I'm like, okay, like, is it feasible that someone could get from this point to this point this much time? How fast would they have to be going? Yeah, that's that seems about right. I think people can walk that fast. Like, I think about all this, and she's just yeah. throwing numbers out the window and being like, yeah, 100 miles an hour. That yes. seems pretty fast. Okay, I'll it's put like- that. And Simil- then 20 minutes. That seems pretty quick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> say it's 20 minutes. The same thing happened um, a couple chapters ago. I didn't mention it because it was not worth it. But, like, now that it's recurring, it's like, this is so stupid. Like, they had a five-minute conversation that started at the beginning of lunch. But by the time they had finished this five-minute conversation, it was like the entire cafeteria was clearing out. And I'm yeah. like, how short is their lunch? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a long pages and pages of dialogue <laughs> like yeah it I was not like be able to believe that that took all of lunch to say like 10 sentences back and forth right it was the first time he had her sit with him and it was yeah. not that long and it was at the beginning of lunch so stephanie myers <laughs> doesn't know how time works maybe that's no. a mormon thing i don't know <laughs> maybe they don't have clocks either apparently <laughs> yeah so that that so. was i just needed to share that because it was important to me <laughs> No, totally worth it. I'm really glad that you did, because I was Thank curious you. when you mentioned to me that you needed to do math. I was like, what <laughs> on earth are you doing math for in Twilight? Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea. So, uh, yeah, the line that I really like is um, they get back to her house, and she says, the lights were on, my truck in its place, everything utterly normal. It was like waking from a dream. I like mm-hmm. this, because everything, I think that twilight as a whole plays into that whole like young adult novel style of fantasy where you know your life is totally normal you have an everyday routine nothing out of the ordinary but then there's you know this thing this outside influence that suddenly takes your normal life into the fantasy realm Mm -hmm. and in this everything about edward is part of this fantasy world You know, there's more beyond her mundane life. There's this exciting romance. There's the supernatural, vampires. And it's when she leaves him that she's back into this, you know, strange, normal world. But every time she's with him, it's like, you know, everything else is out the window. Now she's in this fantasy land, which I think a lot of, like, young adult style novels play into is this idea of, like, wishing that there was this, you know, fantasy that you Mm -hmm. could escape to outside of your normal life. Yeah, totally. And it's like, it also... pulls her away from like even her trivial problems like Mm -hmm. the stuff with her mom and her dad and boy troubles I guess you know (laughs) it's like this even though it's much more serious it's also this again this escapism from your normal problems to have much more fantastical problems yeah it's the it's this noted divide between like waking from a dream and back to normal life which again I guess I also like the theme of dreams because it keeps Mm -hmm. coming up so it's, it's just a, a little one-off line, but it really spoke to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get it. So, as she's about to leave, he tells her not to go in the woods alone, which is hilarious after she definitely already did I that. Know. <laughs> she already did it, so she's like, uh, she's I'm, like, Oops. Not, I'm just not going to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and she like went out and clearly was talking about how she didn't know where she was going, and then sat there with her eyes closed <laughs> on a weird log for like an hour. And she specifically <sighs> mentioned how where she was sitting, it'd be so easy for no one to see her just because she blended in so well. Like, right. <laughs> could easily just go missing and no one would find her. And then he's like, don't do that. And she's like, mm, damn, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Already did it. 
Uh, so she's back home. She stumbles uh, to the door. <laughs> God. It's like Stephanie yeah. needs to remind us every two seconds how quirky and clumsy she is. <laughs> like, How many episodes can we go when you say quirky and clumsy? Quirky and clumsy. It's going to be in every <laughs> single app. I promise. Good. Great. Oh, yeah. She calls Jessica and uh, she says, like, oh, you, I left my jacket. Could you bring it to me tomorrow? But obviously it's Jessica. She wants to know exactly what happened because, hello, Edward just showed up. Yes. And Bella just quickly is like, um, tomorrow. Intrigue, okay? And immediately, Jessica, your yes. girl, says, oh, is your dad there? Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's so funny. This I also noted this. that This is it's just an incredible amount of teenage phone maneuvering to avoid having to talk about, like, romance stuff in front of your parents. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And she's such it's a good excellent. friend for that. And then she realizes she's super cold. Mm-hmm. So she goes and takes this, like, depression shower, which was such a vibe. <laughs> like, she just stood in the shower, too tired to move, until the hot water began to run out. And I think maybe this is all, like, she's exhausted, and also I think maybe she was shocked without realizing it, or was in some form of, form of very high-functioning shock. And so now all of this exhaustion is now seeping back in and she's also cold because i don't know maybe she was around a vampire for too long or just she's cold so now she's having all of this just just overwhelming exhaustion just come over her and she takes a a dope ass depression shower (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) that's a vibe it is the other thing here is so at the very end of this chapter (gasps) yes okay (laughs) i this I lost my mind because I forgot that I knew this paragraph <laughs> just from being on the internet ever. I yeah. totally forgot what it was and that it was from this book. But then even like the first three words. So it's the about three things I was absolutely positive. It's that quote. Mm-hmm. And even like within the first four words, I was like, oh, fuck, I know what this one is. God damn it. <laughs> like. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. I was like, well, you know going into this book that Edward is a vampire because this is the paragraph that's on the back of the book. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't read the book or I haven't heard this before somehow, you've been living under a rock for the last decade. um, The quote is about three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and I don't know how potent that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. I'm so glad you read that, because I would have groaned or made fun of it through the whole thing. (laughs) It sucks so much. (laughs) My major problem with this is the final line, that she thinks that she is unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him after having maybe five conversations with him and one half date, uh, which was mostly about making sure she didn't go into shock. Right, and mushroom ravioli, of course. Mushroom ravioli, (laughs) iconic. (laughs) Really important part of the novel. And, like, honey, you're not in love. I know it feels that way because you're 17 and you're obsessed and you have a really big crush and he's super hot, 
but this is infatuation. Yeah, let's not drop the L word yet. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's not do that. Like maybe you can be at some point, but not honey. Yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> you are irrevocably obsessed with him. You're lusting for him. Lusting for him. I do have lust in my notes here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I understand how that can be confusing and feel like love because you're 17 and you have a lot of hormones and he's really hot. Yeah, I mean, like, even, like, when I was 17 or younger, I don't think I was ever just, like, I have a crush on this person and we've only interacted a few times, but I'm in love with them. Like, I don't even, like, I'm sure a lot of teen girls have, but I'm just, like, that is a lot. And also, like, unconditionally, that's concerning. Yeah. That's pretty concerning to me. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's the end of that chapter. Yep, certainly ends on a bang. (laughs) Yeah, I, like, totally lost my mind when... I literally said out loud, oh my god, it's this one, when I (laughs) saw that it was there. Um, So chapter 10 is interrogations, which is so funny, because I've been calling all of their dialogue interrogations this whole time. And it's an even more uncreative chapter title than normal, because there are interrogations almost exactly like this, like, all the time. Exactly. (laughs) In every chapter. <laughs> yeah, and it's also, like, it's not even, it's not even really, like, it's, I think it's just the Jessica interrogation that's being talked about more yeah. so than everything else. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's, this kind of stuff has been happening, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not special. So this is fun, is uh, immediately in the morning, Bella, even though it's super foggy, uh, she finally notices as she's in the driveway that there's a infamous silver volvo waiting for her (sighs) and this is where i was like this is cute but it's also kind of (laughs) creepy it's very presumptuous yeah it's definitely like if i'm thinking of this in terms of it being a story and like a fanfic even like i totally get that level of like the togetherness and like wanting to see them together all the time so having that and having also this, like, chivalrous, like, driving her to school type of thing, I get the idea of that. But, like, in the back of my brain, I'm like, if this was in real life, I would be, this would be way too forward to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I went on one date and then the next day he comes and picks me up for school. Like, right, because if mm-mm. he had, if you'd agreed to it the night before and he was like, hey, can I pick you up for school tomorrow? Great. Perfect. No problem with that. Nothing wrong right. with that. But he just shows up, and it's like, (laughs) she makes a point to say, oh, it seemed like the way he was asking, he was leaving me room to say no. But, I mean, it's Bella, so we know she's not going to say no anyway. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. But for a normal person, I would still feel like I was obligated to, because you're like, well, you already came all this way. Like, it was weird to to say no when I'm just about to get in my car and drive in the same direction. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, oh, I get you're trying to be nice, so I guess, like, yeah. I'll say yes. So, yeah, it is kind of hard. I feel like it's trying to, um, what's it called? Mimic that kind of knight showing up on his horse type of thing, <laughs> where it's like, oh, he's here to pick me up, swoon! <laughs> yeah, totally. So, he's immediately, like, confused because she doesn't just start bombarding him with questions. <laughs> Which is great, because that's just their thing. And she's afraid that, um, you know, they bothered him before, 
And he's like, no, the questions are fine. You just don't react properly, <laughs> which is true. It's so funny, too, that he's he wonders what she's really thinking. And she's like, well, I always tell you what I'm thinking. And he goes, you edit, <laughs> which is so <laughs> funny because, like, ev- of course, everyone edits. But normally mm. he can just hear the he unedited tell. version. Yeah. So it's he's he can clearly tell that she's editing now because he knows that everyone edits because he can read everyone's minds. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows that like when someone speaks, like what comes out of their mouth is not the full like fully mm-hmm. formed thought that they had. And I made a note here because he's saying it's enough to drive him insane that he can't hear everything. <laughs> and so uh, I think it almost goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Don't you think that part of his immediate interest in her is just because of the fact that he can't read her mind yeah like it's a fascination of like well this is so weird like there's a person here that i can talk to and for once i'll actually be surprised by what she says because i have no indication ahead Mm -hmm. of time of what she's actually thinking before it comes out of her mouth which is actually pretty cool like i I would refreshing right yeah that makes a lot of sense i think you know, he talks about being able to tune it out and it's exhausting, you know, voices buzzing away in his head all the time. And then with, when he's with her, it's just him in his own head and her in mm-hmm. her own head. And he gets to genuinely ask questions, not knowing how she might answer because he has no idea because he's never heard a single one of her thoughts before. So I think that definitely plays into why right away he's drawn to her so much because he, she's an enigma to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then they get to school, and Bella's asking about the rest of the family and, like, how they, where did they go if they didn't have his car, and then we get what should just be his car, <laughs> which is a <laughs> glossy red convertible, and I'm like, yes, absolutely. Like, sure, it could be the Chevy Impala, but it sure. could be this hot red convertible, and I get that he says that they don't want to stick out too much, um, so they don't use it all the time, even though they do like to drive fast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, I want this. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I know. It's like you see Rosalie and you're like, well, that fits with her. Like, totally. You know, she's a hot blonde and she's got a hot red sports car. And you're like, Edward, where's your sports car? Right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I want to see it. I would like to see it. <laughs> so... Jessica. Yes. (laughs) Edward is so excited for this conversation. He's like, through Jessica, I can finally like hear a bit of what Bella's thinking because I can hear her answers through Jessica. Mm -hmm. And so he's just full on is like, yeah, I'm gonna eavesdrop on that conversation. Have fun. Which sucks. Ah, it's so creepy. Like, Like, imagine I can't confide in anybody because they'll just read their minds and know what I was, like, saying to them anyway. I mean, I suppose if she's far enough away from him, she can. So, like, you know, if he's home and she's home and she's talking to Jessica, then it's fine. But it is still so scary to have to watch everything you say in a certain space. Like, at school, she has to watch everything she says because he Mm -hmm. could be nearby and that's so stressful and also so, like, cagey like yeah. i would feel so um trapped and like um what's the word oh my god i can't remember it um confined what is it when you're afraid of being in a small space claustrophobic claustrophobic thank you i'm so dumb i'm an english major anyway <laughs> <laughs> 
um, like, so claustrophobic to, like, not be able to say the things you think. Ugh, that's so stressful to me. And we already know from being in Bella's head, her perspective, she's already afraid of, like, what to say to him in the first place. Like, she stutters, she loses her words, you know, she, you know, sometimes loses the ability to think around him, and she's always, like, wondering, like, oh, is this gonna make him mad? Whatever. Which is not a good thing to be thinking about uh, your potential love interest or the person you have decided that you're already irrevocably in love with. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, imagine if you had to watch everything you said about your crush because they could be listening. Yeah. That's so scary. Oh my goodness. Like, and even if you don't have anything necessarily bad to say, like, it's still weird. I'm huge on personal privacy. Like, you know, none of my boyfriends in the past have ever been, like, able to just look at my phone, and I've never tried to do that with theirs. Like, I, I very much value personal privacy, and that's such an intrusion of that when you're like, you know, like, thank God you can't read her mind, because, you know, mm-hmm. that would be even That would just worse, be the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of it. No more. Uh, but even still, she's still watching what she says, because he could be listening to anybody. So that's yeah. unfortunate. And as much as I'm saying that's unfortunate, at the same time, my heart was getting all pounding because, you know, she's trying to prepare what answers she should give. Like, she asks, you know, she wants to know if we're secretly dating, and she Mm -hmm. wants to know how you feel about me, is what Edward says from reading her mind. And Bella says, so what should I say? She goes, yikes! Which is, (laughs) yeah, which is, which is the obvious, like, are, are we, are we dating? What are we? What are we? (laughs) (laughs) And this smooth motherfucker catches a lock of hair and twists it back around into place. I suppose you could say yes to the first. It's easier than any other explanation. And Uh, it's just like, uh, ah! Yeah, uh, this is totally, absolutely just so so romantic, the smooth thing it's super cute i know. I definitely this part i was like damn yep 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 <laughs> you got me there you got me <laughs> and then he's cheeky again because as for the second question about how bella feels i'll be listening to the answer to that one yeah cheeky bastard which, which is a perfect answer mm-hmm. yeah like obviously you're not gonna feed that answer to her you want to hear what she really thinks yeah and like when it's stuff like that like i I want to be able, like, to like it, but I really don't. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's kind of sweet. But then I'm like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. He's listening to everything she says. That's creepy. <laughs> so it's like, it's this weird thing of, like, the author is even sort of, like, lulling me into, oh, this is normal. And then I'm like, wait, wait, mm-hmm. no, it's not. She needs to have privacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very interesting. That's the thing is you say, like, lulling into feeling like it's normal. It, that's totally it because you know, when I was reading this the first time, I was 15, so of course, as each character reacts to each other as in positive ways that affirms that the way they're acting is fine, and they fall, you know, they fall for each other more, it just totally builds into this, like, no, everything's fine, like, you know, she's happy, he's happy, and you don't think any deeper about the fact that, like, a normal person wouldn't react this way. Yeah. Because it's told through the perspective of someone who just goes along with it all and thinks, yep, this is fine. Mm-hmm. So it makes you not question as much if you're not, like, reading critically. You're just, you know, 
yeah pent up 15 year old in yep. high school so it's super easy to buy feelings. into it <laughs> yeah okay spooky oh mike so oh mike, mike. oh my so heart cute. i know he asked if uh jessica mentioned anything about monday uh which mm-hmm. was when mike and jessica went out on a date and good job bella nice setting them up uh she tells mike that jess was gushing about how they had a really good time and he's eager, and he says, she did? He said so <laughs> eagerly, and I'm like, oh, so cute. I'm yes. so glad. And because he's, he's definitely sweet. He's definitely a nice guy, and so I'm glad that something's happening with him and Jessica, because I feel like that's a much better match, because Bella is clearly preoccupied. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. <laughs> She's got a lot on her plate mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> so here's the interrogation, the fabled yes. interrogation <laughs> in the chapter title. Uh... Jessica wants to know what happened. And mm-hmm. her first question is, how did you get home so fast? Oh, my God. And she was like, ah, you dressed like a maniac. He was going 180 <laughs> the whole time. We were actually probably, flying. <laughs> probably 200 miles an hour because it was less than 20 minutes. Yep. And that's totally normal and fine. And a car can do that. A Volvo can do that. For... Yeah, that long. It's actually funny because she says specifically he drives like a maniac. It was terrifying, hoping that he gets the message. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, fuck you, Edward. I'm going to tell her it was awful. Yeah, and then she tells Jessica that they're going out again. Mm -hmm. And she's just like so shocked. She's like, wow, Edward Cullen. And she's like, I know. I know, right? (laughs) Girl, you don't need to tell me twice. I know. Like, this is totally, like, you. This is a high school conversation. Oh, absolutely. Like, even, like, like, in college right now, like, if you hooked up with someone who's, like, super Super hot hot. and then, like, super cool, you're just, like, you gotta have that moment to breathe and be like, I did that. I know. (laughs) Yeah, this is probably one of the most realistic conversations in, like, the book so far. Oh, Is this gushing about, like holy shit, like, you landed this guy? Yeah, I know. Like, are you going out again? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's <laughs> it's it's so real. Um, yes, and then, like, later when they talk about what Mike said, and she, Jessica is like, you need to tell me everything that Mike said, exactly how he said it, and exactly how you yes. answered it. And it's like that, like, he said, she said type of yep. teen drama and, like, relaying information that I was just like, oh, this is so cute. <laughs> like, this is so realistic and adorable. I made a note at that point exactly saying this was me in high school. Like, <laughs> just, you know, Jessica is so relatable because she literally is just your, like, average teenage girl who wants to talk about crushes and, you know, wants to hear what her crush thinks of her. Like, Get the gossip. Like, <laughs> what did you say about me back to him? And it's just, it's so nice. I'm like, she's so realistic. Like, mm-hmm. I love Jessica. I love her. Yeah. So then, circling back a little bit, she mentions the waiter, flirt, or the waitress flirting with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is really funny. Just because mm-hmm. she wanted to get Edward's reaction on that to point out, like, yep. I noticed he wasn't paying attention to the hot waitress at all. Interesting. I wonder why. How about you tell me? Like... <laughs> <laughs> But, so then they talk about it a little more, they talk, oh, and then she asks if she, Vanessa, or, whoa, Vanessa, wow. Who's Vanessa? Dude, I don't know, I guess I was thinking about Phineas and Ferb. 
<laughs> what? I wasn't, but there's a character named Vanessa. No, Fantasy. I know that. Um, Jessica. <laughs> that was the name I was thinking of. No, we, we can... can't. We can't just skip over this. <laughs> I don't know how to explain to you why I said that. <laughs> you know I'm what? I'm fine with you just saying a random name by mistake, but is it really because you were thinking about Phineas and no. Ferb? Have no, you been I... watching Phineas and Ferb recently? I have not, actually. Uh, last month, my boyfriend and I watched the Phineas and Ferb and Star Wars crossover movie. Oh. <laughs> that's not related. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, no, I think it was actually because I saw the teacher's name, Mr. Varner, and then I was like, V-name, with, like, multiple S's in it, so I just thought Vanessa, Vanessa. instead of Jessica, but then immediately when I said Vanessa, I was like, ah, yes, Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, that's what, that's the part that was wild to me, is you said <laughs> Vanessa, and then your immediate connection to that was, of course, from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> As one thinks, the iconic character, Vanessa. From Phineas and Ferb. She is the side she is character. Icon- no, she's she is iconic. She has some incredible songs. Anyway, she's she's iconic, but she's not in the show that much. Yeah, she is. I mean, no, not as much as like the main main characters, but she's in it enough. She has some okay, great we need duets. To stop talking about Candace. this. This is not okay. a, this is not a Phineas and Ferb podcast. <laughs> this is a Phineas and Ferb discourse podcast now. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, I have a I have a Phineas and Ferb CD album. No way. Like, yeah. They sound good. <laughs> yeah, they slap. I get it. They do slap. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Jessica, <laughs> I keep thinking. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> I keep thinking about the possible. Anyway. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Are we waiting on a Twilight, Phineas, and Ferb crossover? Bro, maybe. That'd be pretty good. I'd be excited about that one. I'd be pumped. (laughs) Okay, so Jessica asks if Bella likes Edward. And she says yes, like, kind of curtly. Like, trying to not... She doesn't want to really admit it, but, like, Mm -hmm. she can't get get around it. Like, she's like, yes, let's move on. Mm -hmm. And then she's like... Do you really like him? Like, really, really? (laughs) And this time, Bella blushes, and she's like, yes. So, again, this adorable teenage thing. No, but Jessica's the best, because she doesn't stop there. She goes, how much do you (laughs) like him? And I'm like, yes, queen. And And Bella admits too much, which is true. Mm -hmm. At least she knows. And then she says, more than he likes me, which... Like, I was immediately, like, before I even, I mean, it comes up later, before that even came up later, I was like, he's not gonna like that. <laughs> mm Edward has to be the best at everything, including loving Bella. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yep, so then they talk about Mike, and then class ends, and of course, Edward is waiting right outside, <laughs> and Jessica's <laughs> so over it, she's like, ugh, bye. <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, you're not sitting with us, are you? Okay, yeah, peace. No. But at least she's kind of cool about it, because she says, see you later, Bella, and it says her voice was thick with implications, so she's still being a friend. She's just, like, teasing. also wants all the hot goss. Which I get. I would, too. (laughs) Same. Well, especially when you think about the fact that, like, no one's been friends with the Cullens in the two years that they've been there. Yeah. No one's interacted with them this much, so it's like, it's not just like, oh, like, I want to hear about your crush. It's like, so what's really up with Edward Cullen? Like, 
he doesn't talk to anybody. What What's he like? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, even if it wasn't even, like, a romantic thing, it'd just be like, yeah. you don't know anything about this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's such a point of fascination. Like, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Yeah. So they go into the cafeteria, and Edward buys her food, which is, I think is sweet, but it's also, like, controlling, you know? It's sort of that, yeah. like, the man ordering for the woman at the restaurant type level of controlling where it's like that it's like sort of being nice but like i'm not as mad about that just because we've already seen when she was at a restaurant with him that he was like you know order what you want first like he didn't make Mm -hmm. any assumptions at all that's true um my assumption here is about filling a tray is that there's probably a limited like options in their (laughs) school cafeteria so it's not like which one do you want it's like this is what's for lunch today and i'm putting it on my tray yeah that's fair (laughs) But I get where you're coming from with that, because, yeah, it's, you know, it's, there's a, a level of, like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to do it for you. And it's like, you know, she can be independent. Yeah. Like, she's allowed to do that. Yeah. But also, we've seen her skip lunches before. So it's also the yeah. sort of caretaker thing, protector mm-hmm. sort of energy that he's had for a while, where mm-hmm, he sure. needs to make sure she eats now. Please eat, Bella. Yeah, which is, I would say, a good thing. But again, again it's that level. It's I think I definitely think it's good, and I think you should be making sure. I would like to hope that she doesn't need him to do that, really, yeah. as often. Right. Uh, here's a great part where, uh, you know, he says he doesn't eat, and so Bella goes, "What would you do if someone dared you to eat food?" <laughs> and even though she's just asking a question, he's like. I'll fucking do it then. I don't like, care. Bet. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he just takes a, the pizza and takes a bite as if it's, like, the most, like, disgusting thing. Like, he's just, like, chews quickly, swallows. <laughs> there, I did it. Yes. It's like... <laughs> if someone dared you to eat dirt, you could, couldn't you? He yeah. asked condescendingly. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, um, I watch a lot of Survivor sometimes, and... Mm. And they sometimes have challenges where you have to, like, eat bugs. And it yeah, is they the have exact the, they always same have the thing. food challenges. Right, where it's, like, and the person just, like, steals themselves and they just go, okay, I'm going to do it. And they just shove it and they chew it quickly and they swallow it and they're like, boom, yeah. I did it. And it is the exact same energy. <laughs> like, the only thing that would have made this better is after he swallowed, he opened his mouth and showed his tongue to show that, like, it all went down. <laughs> Jeff, which is look, what they always uh... do on Survivor. <laughs> Yes. And then, like, you get Jeff's voice, like, omnisciently in the background, like, you're good, move on. (laughs) I love this. Can we have, like, a vampire survivor where they just have to do these ridiculous challenges? (laughs) Go to sleep. (laughs) Impossible. You all lose. And Bella wins survivor. (laughs) So, uh, he he looks over her shoulder, which... If you look back through the chapters, he does that a lot where he suddenly will look away, distracted for a minute, and, like, smile or make a comment. And you know that's always because somebody's thinking about him or what's going on with him, mm-hmm. and so their thoughts have caught his attention. Right. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, so Jessica's analyzing everything I do, and she'll break it down for you later. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And again, so high school. <laughs> yeah. It's like, have you seen those memes of uh, where it's like my two friends dressed up in disguises with hats and fake beards and sat at the table across from my date so that they could <laughs> analyze what he was doing the whole date? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They're so funny. This is the, ex- like, the same. 
Same energy. Same energy. <laughs> Uh, so he gets mad uh, about one thing, which we know is the idea that uh, Bella thinks that she likes him more than he likes her. Which, yep. And she has a great comeback. <laughs> you know what they say about eavesdroppers. <laughs> True. And then um, he's like, I warned you I would be listening. And then she said, well, I warned you that you didn't want to know everything I was thinking, which, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. you shouldn't. <laughs> And then he makes a stupid qualifier where he's like, you're not entirely right, though. I do want to know what you're thinking. I just wish you weren't thinking those things. Uh, which is so stupid. Like, it's you cannot. So dumb. Which, this is where I was like, this is, like, controlling what she's thinking, which is gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't control what someone else is thinking, and that I is private. I want to hear everything you're be. thinking, as long as it's the things that I want you to be thinking. <laughs> He's like, yeah, and you must be perfect for me. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Uh, so he dazzles her, and uh, <laughs> she admits that she really does believe that, that she cares more about him than he does about her, and he just, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't believe him. And, oh, we got a new description of his eyes now. They're not golden or honey. They're liquid topaz. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> you know, I just thought that was interesting. That popped out at me. I was like, oh, yeah. we got a new word now. Yeah, she's learned a new word, Stephanie. <laughs> you know, the only thing that would make this more fanfiction-y is if they were described as, like, his golden orbs. <laughs> yeah, just the word orbs needs to be in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. It's gonna happen at some point. They have this kind of, like, ugh, I, I was really annoyed with this conversation. And this is just starting to be where it's just, like, this is drama. <laughs> like, mm. where it's just, like, she she says that it seems like he's trying to say goodbye when you're saying something else. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I get, I get I what she what means. Saying. But it's also because just, like, ugh. That's what we talked about again. earlier is the way that he says that he wants to be friends with her and he's done trying to stay away but then half the things he says are trying to push her away still exactly so i get why she would be, feel like maybe she cares more about him than he is about her because you know half the time he's saying like no you should stay away from me though mm-hmm. and she's like i can't like i, I literally can't like i'm, I'm obsessed with you <laughs> and also or you're not love. letting me because you are the one who pops up half the time yeah <laughs> And then they have this little sidebar of, like, the most, she's gorgeous, but she doesn't know it bullshit. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Where she's like, this. I'm absolutely ordinary. Like, why would you like me? Obviously, I like you more than you like me because you're gorgeous and I'm ordinary and so clumsy and I'm having near-death experiences. And look at you. And she describes his bewildering perfection. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, uh, and then he's like, He's like, you're dead on about, like, almost hurting yourself, but you didn't hear what every human male in the school was thinking on your first day. It's like, like, One Direction's, like, You Don't Know You're Beautiful, that song, like, plays in the back, you know? (laughs) You don't know you're beautiful. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I was not even a 1D stan, but I, it's played in my head. (laughs) Yeah, everybody knows that song. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I hated this so much. I was like... Edward, what about the gays? <laughs> Were the gays not after Bella? <laughs> what? There are no gays in Forks. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Alice is right there. You're right. But that, I was just like, come on. No, yeah, I hate that too, because it's like, 
I don't know which way she's trying to go with this because it's the idea that like oh like back in Phoenix like it just kind of blended into the background like whatever and then suddenly she comes to force and it's like no every guy here was staring at you because you are so beyond <laughs> ordinary and I'm like which one is it like I'm fine with her being pretty like that's not a problem and like maybe she has low self-esteem for no reason that's fine that that's a teenage girl thing every girl has low self-esteem when they're in high school even if they are pretty <laughs> but that's- you know you know what I was actually just thinking though is like there's this definite fascination with someone being new and exactly. like in Phoenix she's also probably known a lot of those people since she was young and like mm-hmm. like much younger and like you know growing they grow up together and you know maybe she was awkward in middle school or something yeah. else so like you Everybody know when you know someone for so long <laughs> and it's hard yeah. for like you don't really necessarily think of them in a different way because you're so used to them being and you know she is clumsy and she probably was worse so she probably just got like labeled as like this clumsy weird girl and even mm. if she is really pretty like they weren't necessarily noticing that because once you get like labeled as something by a group of people that like sticks. you're kind of just like pushed to the yeah. side and yeah. you don't so I, I do see how that could work here, where she I was just so... I definitely was totally going in that direction. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine if she has self-esteem, doesn't realize that, you know, she's that pretty. But, like, I also think it's just that she's new. And mm-hmm. this is a small town. How often does somebody new come? Uh, so there's... It's, it's like, oh my god, she's so pretty. But, and, you know, here's some random psychological study fact. Ooh. But it is a fact that new things get interpreted by the human brain as attractive so i'm not denying that she's pretty i'm just saying a big part of that is definitely the new girl factor it's just so funny that she's like but i'm ordinary but you know what no i'm I'm done i'm i'm gonna give her a little bit of a pass because as you said she probably grew up believing that she was just because she was probably pushed to the side as the clumsy weird girl Mm -hmm. all through school and that image of herself also stuck and then, so he talks about the idea of leaving, uh, if it's the right thing he, if it's the right thing to do, then he will be the one mm-hmm. to leave. And then she says something that's super concerning, or she thinks something that's super concerning. She said, she says, if I had to, I suppose I could purposefully put myself in danger to keep him close. Yep. And I'm like, oh my god, Isabella! Yeah. No! Isabella Swan, you stop this right now. Yeah, that was too far. <laughs> Absolutely too far. But, like, is she wrong, though? Because, like, he's made a habit of be- always being there to show up and save her. So, like, if she got desperate for him to come back... Ugh. Yeah, ugh. But she should not do that. <laughs> Ever. You know? Like, that should not even be in her mind. So that's that was definitely really spooky to me. Mm-hmm. Also, uh... He has another question, which is great. Do you really need to go to Seattle, or was that just an excuse <laughs> so you could say no to everybody? Uh, yes, it absolutely was just an excuse. And she's mad about the Tyler thing, which is hilarious, because the, he admits that the reason that he stopped in front of her is he also just really wanted to see her face when it happened. I know. <laughs> <laughs> This is so funny. Uh, and then, this is an interesting question. He says, if I had asked you, would you have turned me down? And she admits that she probably wouldn't have, but then would have come up with an excuse because she's so clumsy and can't dance and wouldn't actually want to go to the dance. Mm-hmm. 
And he's a confident motherfucker and says, that wouldn't be a problem. It's all in the leading. <sighs> okay, yeah, that got me. That did get yeah. me. I was just like, mm. Damn. Mm. We love a guy who can An dance. assertive man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then they talk about maybe they won't go to Seattle, but they'll do something else. And mm-hmm. she's like, you have to let me drive. <laughs> she's like, there's no other option. <laughs> we are not going 180 miles an hour anywhere. <laughs> yes. And if he says, which is very funny, of all the things about me that could frighten you, you worry about my driving. <laughs> and shakes his head in disgust. <laughs> oh, this is a really funny line. Like, Bella, how dense are you? Why did you go to that Goat Rocks place last weekend? To hunt. Charlie said it wasn't a good place to hike because of bears. <laughs> and he just stares at her like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> okay, but bears? this... Okay, but listen. Yeah, so he reveals that they drink the blood from bears instead of, like, people. And yeah. I, this shocked me because I was thinking, like rabbits you know oh were you i was like maybe a couple of them like or like you know enough to be satiated i did not think they were going after whole fucking bears dude i was not expecting that i was completely shocked okay see for me i was like well if you know if the reason people don't go there is because there's bears ha 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 that's so funny they must be hunting the bears like that all adds Mm -hmm. up i never once had thought like oh it's probably like you know rabbits or like foxes or whatever i was like yeah no bears that that makes sense yeah i mean i think if my brain were bigger than a pea i might have put it together but like i was just not (laughs) thinking about it I was just, and so I, I just so assumed they were you going and there Bella hunting were other both things. shocked. Yeah, I guess I have the mental capacity of Bella Swan, which is embarrassing. But whatever. Mm, that's real <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for me, this, like, just made sense, I guess, in my head. Because, it, you know, the whole, the usual vampire trope is the idea that, you know, they feed on a human, they drain them dry. And it's like, you know, that's that's a meal for the night. Maybe they drink more than one. So I'm like, yeah, hunting, like, a bigger animal makes sense. Because think about how much blood is in a rabbit compared to how much blood yeah. is in a human. Well, I also, I mean, I, maybe this is just not knowing a lot of vampire lore, but I thought, I mean, in The Sims, you don't kill them. <laughs> the Sims is, like, what, a PG teen rated game? That's It's not going to have you just that's... straight up murdering people. That's fair. Um, you know, that's a fair point. But, like, I don't know. I just assumed that they, like, you know, drink enough and then stop. So I didn't think that they would, like, drain the entire body. But oh, I no, think that's just me not, me not knowing. Yeah. So um, I was just, that's also why I was shocked about the bears. Because I was like, mm. that's so much blood. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it is so much blood because they're fucking vampires. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like uh, the comment where he says Grizzly is Emmett's favorite. <laughs> That's, and it's so funny, too, because Bella's trying to, like, be super chill about it. Because she doesn't yeah. want to, like, be like, your lifestyle's weird, like, even though it's clearly supernatural and wild. Uh-huh. Like, she's just trying to be, like, chill she's about like, it. Oh, but she's clearly, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes, so, um, what's your favorite? <laughs> He's, like, disapproving. He's, like, you don't want to have this conversation. Don't make us have this conversation. Yeah, he goes, he goes mountain lion, and then she goes... Ah, I said in a politely disinterested tone. (laughs) 
Yeah. She thought it'd be t- like talking about like, you know, what's your favorite pizza topping? But mm-hmm. as as soon as she got into this conversation, she's like, no, never mind. It's not the same. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. And also another great line where he says, there's always plenty of deer and elk here, but, and they'll do, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> and she goes, yes, where Where indeed. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah. And then again, they're talking about, they don't have weapons because it's not hunting season or she, she doesn't think they have weapons, but he's like, well, mm. we just don't have the kind that are thought about when you write hunting laws. <laughs> Which I am so curious to see what that means. I have no idea. I mean, he says if you've ever seen a bear attack on television, you should be able to visualize Emmett hunting. Which Wait, you don't understand what he's talking about here? Just Do you mean just fangs? We have weapons. He flashed his bright teeth in a brief, threatening smile. That shouldn't be enough. Well. I guess if you jump down on them and, like, scare them. How strong are their teeth? I don't know stopped a van with his body i just don't i just assumed it was like teeth and also some sort of claw like thing. <laughs> maybe that's for the that's for the werewolves but like i feel like just some teeth is not enough unless you well, get the perfect bite right off the bat well i guess that's a good point that's fair you know what i take it back uh that's fair that's one part <laughs> of their weapons <laughs> yeah i just assumed that they would have like other stuff in addition. Okay. But I suppose, I suppose we'll find out. And I also don't know, like, how good of a vein they need to get, you know, to, to yeah. start the process. Do they and, like, how right quickly... For the jugular? Right, like, and if they, like, like, how quickly does that uh, debilitate the bear? Like, how long can the bear fight back for before it dies mm-hmm. or before it's, like, incapacitated? Okay. Um, so, yeah. I mean, All valid knows? questions, yeah. actually. <laughs> I, I take it back, so... You know what? Valid, valid to wonder. Uh, we will get to that eventually. <laughs> uh, so here's my final note for this chapter is she's asking about hunting and she wants to know if it's something that she would get to see. <laughs> and he freaks out. His face turns whiter than usual. His eyes are furious. And she's, for the first time, frightened by his reaction. Yeah. So Ooh. why do you think that he doesn't want her to see? Okay, so, like, I think it's probably because, I mean, it's his version of, it's his version of drinking blood, but he's drinking animal blood instead of human blood, but I'm assuming that, like, they must go into some sort of, they must have some sort of release where they're sort of a little bit more feral, maybe, when they're doing it, because he always talks about how he has to resist when he's near humans and near Bella, um, so he's, like, he's holding something back that is more, like, natural and feral, maybe. So I'm assuming maybe they go into some sort of inhuman mindset, and it's, like, scary because they he doesn't look human at all, or, like, maybe it's super bloody and creepy, or maybe they do something weird. That's what I'm assuming, is that it's just something that's super inhuman, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's my guess. I I'm not exactly sure why I would think it would he would be furious about that. I think more like nervous, but he also tends. I mean, we know he has anger problems, so he tends to express yeah. his feelings through anger. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that's just it. <laughs> yeah, because like I definitely get where you're going with the the theories here because she asks if it's just about being you know oh is it too scary? Mm-hmm. He says if it were just that I'd take you tonight because <laughs> you need to be afraid. <laughs> 
So yeah, it's definitely like it it feels like there's something he specifically wants to hide from her. Yeah, and I I think it's they do this very good job of being, you know, human and maybe then that when they're mm. feeding specifically, they sort of shed that somewhat. So that's my theory. And also like if she sees him feeding on an animal, she can picture him feeding on a human. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. That's just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and like might uh, turn her away. Mm-hmm. Although, of course, she wouldn't. It's Bella. <laughs> yeah, it's Bella. We all know nothing will scare her. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I have from that chapter. Yeah, so I guess that wraps up uh, this episode. Any any closing thoughts, closing statements? Um, no. Oh, I am excited because they said they're probably not going to go to Seattle, but they're going to do something else that will allow Bella to see the sunlight thing. Yes. <laughs> so I'm very, I hope that comes in the next couple of chapters because they've been teasing this trip. Yeah, for the a few Seattle chapters. trip was planned many chapters back. So it's, it's exciting for us to finally get the Edward and Bella day. Yep. I've been waiting and it's going to happen and we're going to see some sparkly boys. <laughs> Oh, yes, we are. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then chapter 11 is called Complications, which, ugh, more? <laughs> Aren't things already complicated enough? No, I'm like, what more complications could there be? I'm going to guess that maybe something's going to happen with Edward's family. Like, that they suddenly are, like, they finally like start checking him, like, dude, you're out of line. That's my guess. <laughs> Uh, no spoilers, but... Yeah, we've had enough problems on Bella's end, so I'm hoping that, you know, that yeah, maybe happens. something goes wrong in Edward's life for once. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> let us stop enough. being perfect. Let her, let her breathe. Alright, uh, cool. I guess that wraps up the episode. Yeah. Uh, once again, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Thank you. See you next uh, time. Yeah, on... <laughs> This cool podcast. It. No, I'm not saying the thing. You say it at the end. And I'm not saying it. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> That's how we're what ending a bad it. ending. That's how we're ending it. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on our new Twitter at UnbittenPod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten.